This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. with the Wolgans Mitch, Bird. Hello. Bradley. Hello. Sarah is on assignment tonight. <laughs> She's tired of our shit. <laughs> Didn't want to hang out. You know what, right? She messaged yesterday and said, look, I'm out. I can't do it today. I can't do it. Yeah. So I'm out. And Brad's like, what? You can just do that? <laughs> you can just say I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we've been doing that for, what, a month and a half? Yeah. So I guess it's probably time to actually do a show. Yeah, and we did offer to reschedule it, but Sarah's like, no, nah, I'm I'm busy yeah. all week. So she, She's had her fill of us for a while. Yeah. She doesn't want to start off 2022 any worse. I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my fill of me, too. <laughs> this is the first time I've been out of the house since, like, January the 6th. Yeah, I guess I should, at this point, mention the podcast is, is running a good 50% on COVID now. Yeah, It's rife, man, out there. It is rife out there. Yeah, Eric is battling it right now. And oh, we, we were a plague house for a bit. Yeah. The, the kids had it. Everyone had it. The only one that didn't test positive was Steven, but we couldn't get it. You should his, sell his blood. We couldn't get the thing firing up his nose. Oh, okay. So he probably had it. Yeah. Just, yeah, chances are he had it. He just There's no, there's no way he didn't. Yeah, I was going to say, especially four, you know, when, when the four out of five have it, he's got it. But the kids all fared okay. Yeah, we, they we were all great. Yeah. I was bad for the day, but Eric is struggling. Yeah. She's, she really is struggling. When I dropped off the food for you guys, watching poor Wesley have a tantrum because he saw us and couldn't visit yeah. us, that was oh, hard. He was, he, he was struggling with that aspect yeah. of it. I mean, we tried to do everything right, but... The thing is, right, the furnace takes the air out of the basement <laughs> right. and blows it through the Circulates house. Circulates it very efficiently to every room. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, you sat in the basement thinking, yeah, hmm. You're not in a clean room. Yeah. Yeah, you guys probably should have been upstairs in a bedroom yeah. that was taped shut or something. I did offer to go to the Wyndham around the corner for a <laughs> week, but she wasn't having that. No, you're going to stay here. Uh, but anyway, we are here. Three of us are here. Uh, Sarah, Sarah wishes she could be here. Quite, on, quite honestly, saying. it's the lesser three. It is the lesser three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, back to the, I won't say original lineup. No, it was not. It wasn't the original. Yeah, yeah. This was a uh, lineup version three, which we are celebrating the the eleventh anniversary of the pod this week. Yes, we are. We've been doing this for eleven years, and we only have like twenty two shows. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've made a grand total of one hundred dollars. Yep. Same from here. My eleven years. So I think, all in all. Well worth it. <laughs> Again, that comes out to like 60 cents a show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, Matthew joined us. I don't know. What year did you join us, Matt? Interloper you... 2000. I moved here in 2012. So, so we that would have been the second year. Cause, yeah. Cause we started so, in 2011. Right. Because 2010 was AC St. Louis. We started the pod when there was no team quote-unquote, until we had found the Lions. Right. So it was probably 2013. It was after the Pyrosaur winter season that I joined yeah. the pod. Yeah. Well, that, well it, so we went to, what, three years of Pyrosaur? Two or three, yeah. So, yeah. So we it had... The, it was the first year of Fire and Ice. 
Yeah. Oh, that would be the easy math, but I don't even know. I what think it's 2013. Some of yeah. 2013. That sounds about yeah, right. Yeah. So first, the first handful of episodes was Brad and I, Kyle Scarborough, and Steve Rosnack. Steve now is with what is it? SC City Report. I I don't I, know. It's some combination of those three words. Okay. <laughs> City SC Report. Flood Plain Footy. He was Flood Plain Footy. Yeah. Now he's City SC Report. Um, Kyle Scarborough has gone on to do. Bigger and better things. He's yes. doing art for World Wrestling. He has an actual no. talent. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's for uh, uh, Malachi Black with AEW. Right, AEW. His, now, his yeah. line and and they Black just, Mask Clothing and right. He's he's doing tons of stuff. Yeah, award winning tattoo artist. Uh, we're literally too busy for us these days. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> we put him on that pedestal yes, through the podcast yes. to I mean, get that I, recognition. I mean, we gave him a platform to shine. Right. Yes. And, He's you, taking it and run. You yes. can totally show off your artistic talents over the airwaves. <laughs> yes, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. That's how it works. Hey, but you know what? Let's be honest. You got your ambush job. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got your job with by 50. You were a co-host of the weekly FC show. Yeah. And then you got the ambush gig. Yeah, so. I, I enjoyed the ambush gig. I did it for four years and uh, and I quit at the end of last year because I actually was in Kansas City visiting Erica's brother uh, for a weekend and the ambush were playing in Kansas City. Uh, so I said to you, and we'll just go to the game. We'll yeah. and, and you know what? I sat there and I didn't have to work it. I just enjoyed b- being a fan again. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I enjoyed this. I enjoyed just hanging out at the yeah. game with you and because, uh, you know, we, we don't get to do it very often now. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I just just said to to Shelly, the owner, I'm just going to go back to being a fan. Yeah, and and she's like, all right, no worries. Um, I was going to mention the Lions are looking for somebody to do, to do the uh, announcing. <laughs> True, but you know what? I did it for you. It's someone else's yeah. turn now. Yeah. It's someone else's go. There's there's a lot. <clears throat> there's a lot of people out there who who have done work for free on podcasts. Yeah, on yeah, rate. yeah. And you know what? It's their turn. Go go have a go. And and it's fun. Go and have a go. I did, I had my go. It's someone else to shine now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, over the eleven years we've covered AC St. Louis. Well, we covered the end of AC St. Louis. Uh, the Piasaw, the Lions, Fire and Ice, Bordeaux. Bordeaux. I enjoy Bordeaux. I I know it was tough because like you guys did the Lions, and I did Bordeaux because mm-hmm. there was a game like Friday, Saturday, Sunday because there was Fire and Ice on this. You, you can't do all of them. Yeah. But I actually really enjoy Bordeaux. I was sad to see them leave. But, uh, yeah. And, I mean, I think the same can be said with now Maritza or Atletico. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely a place for all of these teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the, the market gets more crowded. Now, obviously, St. Louis City SC is coming in. And with that, their next MLS Next teams and their MLS Next Pro teams, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but it's a crowded marketplace. And like you said... We can't do everything. You can't. And and also, if I was to pick a team and go to, I'd want to go to every game. I'd want to be emotionally invested. Yeah. You can't just dip your toe in right. and leave. And you, you then don't have an, an an association to the players. You know? Yeah. So. And we've and we've said from the beginning, I mean I mean it's real it's it's the hand that's been dealt to us with AC St. Louis. Hands you know. plural. Well yeah, I mean that team folded and then Piasaw folded and then the Lions, you know, there was a little bit of confusion when when FC St. Louis FC started. Um 
you know, we've just said we're supporters of St. Louis soccer in general. Um, obviously, can't go to everything, can't go to all the colleges. There's a lot of great colleges in town. Um, but we will have Luligans at everything. Yeah. But as a, as a group, our focus can only be really one thing at a time. And, and I think it's it's just and it's always going to be the the, 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 the biggest, top of the tree, yeah, right. the top of the tree, yeah. Right. And you know we are now transitioning to St. Louis City SC. Much as we loved St. Louis FC, it's it's over. There's nothing we can do about that. Um, but we're going to have some fun, and the podcast will keep going as long as we keep doing it. Uh, <laughs> well, and water I'm, is wet. Good job. <laughs> well, my point is. It's not easy. You have to keep doing it. And at any point in time, we could have quit. And I don't, I mean, I don't think anybody would have had a meltdown or cried about it. But you get to where you are because you keep doing the work. Yeah, Same oh, with absolutely. the supporters group. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of new podcasts out. I think that's great. I think each one has a little different spin on what they want to talk about and what they want to focus on. Uh, but my my advice to all of those guys is just keep doing it. Even if your numbers are bad for a couple of years, we know about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it took us a while to build a following. There was a time where it was only like 40 yeah. downloads yeah, for yeah. a long time. You know, because there just weren't little games. And three of those were my mom. Yeah. <laughs> but also, but also don't, don't, and I said this, someone asked a question a while ago, said, what advice do you give to someone going down this road? Don't do it because you think you're going to be the next Bill McDermott, no. Taylor Twelman, Grant Wall. Do it because you enjoy it. Do yeah. it because you enjoy it. And and I've had to find something to, to fill the, the void, so to speak. And I, I've started cycling. Yeah. And I don't do it because I'm going to be the next Greg LeMond. I do it because I enjoy it. Right. You know, you, you can have a hobby and, and create stuff just out of the pure pleasure of doing it. And I honestly, God, if, if we didn't have a podcast... I'd probably still come here and talk football for an hour and a half with <laughs> yeah. you guys because like, I enjoy well, it. And we've all seen, not I'm not just talking about St. Louis, but across lower league soccer because we've been sort of embedded in that trench for so long. We've seen people come and go and they get all excited and they do a bunch of work and then they don't become famous and then they quit. And not only do they quit their podcast or quit, they like get out of the scene altogether. Like, I know a lot of people who were a big deal in supporter group culture in soccer, and they don't even go to games anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did you really just want to be famous, but or I, did you enjoy what you were doing? I think some I of mean, it is burnout. Yeah, but, I also, but I also think, and, and I've said this many times over, I think it's about who you're doing it with, because you can't go at it alone. Yeah. That is just impossible. And well, and you can't just assemble a dream team of people who know things you got to enjoy who you're doing it with yeah and that, and that's part of it too is that like bird said we would be sitting here shooting the yeah. shit about soccer no matter what you know it some of the best parts of this is the time before we start recording yeah when you're you know you and sarah are having a smoke and we're just shooting the shit on the deck so, some of my f- best memories of st louis fc were the hour and a half before we went there and we just sat outside yeah, on, yeah. The, on the patio, just talking about the game and, and what was going on, and it, you know, beer friends football, man. It's, yeah, it's, it, it really is. is. It really is, and 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 that's what it I, I, for me. That's what it comes down to. You know, be the original four. Then it was just me and Brad. Then it was you, me, and Brad. Then it was us and Sarah and Brad. You know, yeah. the whatever the math is, it's always been about just hanging out with friends, talking soccer. Well, and it wasn't ever a calculated move of. 
well, I think Bird would bring something good to the podcast. It's like, no, we enjoy talking to Bird. Let's have him on. And he and and Andy came on for an AO spot, and it was like, holy shit, Bird's entertaining on the mic. Like, we knew you were... you were funny bastard. You were were becoming a good friend, but it was like, oh, this is a good chemistry. Like, you just picked up on it right away, and it was... And the it same with easy. Sarah. It's like and Sarah was here all the time, and it's like, well, wait a minute, why aren't you on mic? Yeah, she was. She was here all the time. I never spoke, but she has good. T- she has good takes. Right? Yeah, and, and it's and, she, and, and and I feel with with Sarah here, I've, I've I've become more learned about things that I really didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there is there is a a female aspect of sports that I will never get, and and I may be overlooked. And that, that she's educated me on. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it brings up issues that I never thought yeah. about. But now that she's explained things to and, me. And I, I'm, and I may have a misogynistic point of view on something. And she will slap me around and say, hey, here, yeah. here, this is how it is instead. And, 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 that's, and that's I think that's also made the group as a whole better, too, as for well. Sure, because for sure. For we, sure. It, it made the thieves a possibility. It made more of, uh, and I hate to use the word woke behavior because the alt-right has <laughs> assaulted that word. But right. it is... It's an awareness, you know, that, that as a whole, I think the Lilligans have become much more aware of the culture and not being a part of the bro culture that yeah. infects a lot of soccer. Well, mm-hmm. and just to be vigilant against it. Like, I don't think we ever obviously championed that, but we noticed things we didn't notice. Right. And, 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 and it's funny, you know, like... It, We've all said at various times, whether it's on or off the mic, you know, when you were when we were growing up, you could you would call something gay and you learn, yeah. well, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Or you'd say that's retarded and you can't do that Correct. anymore. Correct. And, and, you know, you might slip now and then, but it's that adapting and learning how to be better. You know, like, like I remember when I was a kid, we'd have the uh, mixed bowl of nuts at Christmas that you'd crack with the nutcracker. Mm. And there was the Brazil nuts, and my grandmother uh, yeah. called them the N-word toes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, why is she calling them that? But that's what their generation did. And eventually, you know, we corrected her. She stopped doing it. <laughs> Grandma, knock it off. <laughs> but it, it, she wasn't She wasn't malicious. It was just... Yeah, but you have to be reminded of those things. And you right. have to be... And, and I think... You have to be challenged. The, the zeitgeist yes. changes. Yes. yes. And, and if, if, if I don't change with the zeitgeist, then someone has to... to, to to tell me right and and i will take it on board well and i i mean i think obviously with the luligans in general we want it to be a welcoming group we want everybody involved we want people to find a home in our section um and we need to be shown or told when we're inadvertently being less than welcome Mm -hmm. being less than open and you know, I think adding new people, adding diversity to the to the section. I was going to say corner, but mm-hmm. we'll actually be behind the goal for a change. Um, all that is very, very important to what we want to become, and the podcast is one outlet for that. And we're just happy to do it. And and it's always done with good intentions. That's yeah, I think yeah. that's the best part is that it's never it's never malicious. It's never everything is tongue in cheek at yeah. at worst. Yeah. You know, there might be times that we're frustrated or mad at the way things are going, but it's never a hatred. It's always just, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's people getting together and having fun, be it the four of us, be it two of us, be it several hundred of us. And, and ultimately, what Mitch and I had in mind when, when we started This Is Silly was for it to be a conversation, for 
it to be a way for you to get in on our conversation and, and then have your own conversations and things that we know other fans sit around and talk about. We hope we raise some of those issues. So. Well, and you'll see it on Twitter frequently where we'll have bring up something and then you'll see people talking about it or, or we'll take something from Twitter and yeah. move it along. You know what was on Twitter today? What? Mike Tully was getting <laughs> some work done at his house. And his what kind of work? Well, hold on. He told it. He told the uh, the realtor. She, she said, "Do you have an electrician?" I, and he said, "Your electric STL." She replied, "That was exactly who she was going to recommend." You know why? He does both kinds. Both kinds. Residential and commercial. And Flores tried to get him to say the number. He refused to take my job. Uh, I get it. I, I appreciate that. I mean, but if I, it is need... mad respect, it, I mean, it really is how this has become part of the folklore. Yes. The, the environment, the, the, we're known for our hot soccer takes and our electrician advice. I mean, as you do, you, everybody has to have a, a special gift that they give yes. to the crowd. And that gift that we give is three, one, four, eight, one, four, three, eight, nine, seven. So if you need any electrical work and I'm talking both kinds, residential or commercial, Call our friend Mark at 314-814-3897. Or you can find him on social media at Your Electric. And uh, and you can even talk to Mike Tolley and say, hey, yeah, I heard you've got an electrician you're going to use. we got testimonials. That's right. <laughs> Facts. Um, but again, but while we're on it, Mark helped us out a lot at the beginning because... Very definitely. You know, it, it, you know, I had just basically leftover band gear that we were recording with. Yes. And it was not up to par to have multiple people and have quality and there were sound issues. Mark, and Mark made some contributions early that uh, really helped put, us out. I mean, it gave us a better quality of gear that we could work with. And, and there are still people that criticize it, but they can yeah. beat my ass. But, you know, it... it, it not during the, COVID. No. Well... Maybe. Maybe. That might be the next. Talk about boosted. That might be the next ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Enough of that. Call Mark if you need electrical work. Um, all right. What do we want to talk about? We want to talk about uh, last weekend we had our I kind of annual. Yeah. We do it as annually as we can. <laughs> as much as the environment allows us to. Yes. Um, barring pandemics and floods, the annual... Uh, winter Classic charity game between us and American Outlaw St. Louis. This was started in 2014, I believe, was the first one. Or was it 13? 13, I thought. 13. Um, that first year, we managed to raise 400 meals, and that was a pretty good pretty good haul. Yeah. Filled up Jason Petrillo's uh, vehicle. Yeah, he had a Ford Escape. Ford Escape, and it was yep. It was pretty much full in the back end. And we were really proud of that, and we just wanted to continue to do it. So... Over the years, it's gotten a little bigger, gotten a little bit more fun, a little bit more silly. Uh, great partners like Urban Chestnut have joined in, and they contribute sports drinks every year for the event. Uh, and there was a lot there was this a year. lot of cases of sports drinks. 26 cases. So, and, and not only that, but it was a great variety. Yes. It wasn't like there's been past years where it was maybe a little heavy on fantasy land. Yeah. There nope. was something for everybody this time. There was a lot. So, uh do us a favor, um, thank Urban Chestnut on social media and buy their products. Go to their uh, venues. Yes, and our good friends at Schlafly did offer. Yes. But we already had 26 cases coming. Yes, through. Urban Chestnut has been our traditional sponsor for this event. And I also want to thank... Schlafly's our sponsor for every other right. event. So. Uh, St. Louis Scott Gallagher donating the main field for us. And, and the people that worked inside yes. to help us out. That was amazing. We, 
again, always, always John Anderson yeah. since the AC St. Louis days has always been there for us. And, Scott worked with us. Um, yeah, Clemenson in the gift shop. Uh, you know, just it, it Petcher made sure that it was reserved. Yeah, Brad Davis, you know, obviously as the president now, wanted to be a part of it, wanted, you know, wanted to keep that tradition alive. He didn't come out and play. Well, no. I mean, I think there's still Kansas City has a home grown on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the Lulegans have to put in some Tam Gammer, Sam. <laughs> We're not on the allocation list. <laughs> uh, we took Petcher. And that was our allocation spot. Well, speaking of Sam. Yeah, Sam Fink came out. Sam Fink came out, took a penalty kick for us. That was nice. Uh, that was a nice little just for yes. all of our heartstrings moment. A couple other sponsors I want to mention. Garcia Properties. They took up a collection of physical food. Oh, my God. How awesome was that? At, at some of their properties. And I want to mention Wellbeing Brewing. We don't give them a lot of credit, but they are a non-alcoholic beer that is local, and it is very good. Yes, it is. And if you are looking for a non-alcoholic beer because... Dry January. Because you're doing dry January, or or maybe you want to still want to have a beer, but you want to be able to drive somewhere, uh, Wellbeing Brewing is yep. a great company you should support. Delicious. Okay, so the good news is St. Luligans won the, won the game. Yes, we did. I happen to think it was my speech. I it, The speech was legendary. It may have been one of your best <laughs> ones so far. I personally think MVP, Otis, because that cheeky chip, oh, doctor. Yeah. He just had the, the that nice little soft touch over PK. It was chef's kiss. But a fun game. I mean, we always have fun at these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the good news, the, the most important news is we brought in over 2,000 pounds of food. 2,036 to be exact. There you go. It was 18 of the big 55-gallon drum barrels. Overflowing. Overflowing. Uh, then the online component, we raised over $4,500 in cash. Forty-five ninety-one or 61 sorry. Forty-five sixty-one, And the grand total for all the food and the money, we raised 19,906 meals. It's almost 20,000 meals. That is crazy. That's insane. And again... A huge part of that is the magic that Food Bank does with the money. Yes, they can turn $1 into four meals, um, but almost 20,000 meals. That's going to feed a lot of people in our community who are struggling right now. Mm-hmm. And we know we're still in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, a lot of people are, don't have a lot of work. People are struggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after the holidays, it's always, always the poor, uh, busiest time for the Food Bank because they're out before the holidays. People are in the holiday spirit. They're given a little money, but there's a big dip right mm-hmm. after the holidays. Well, which not is, only that, but the the people, if it comes down to food or Christmas presents for their kids, yeah. are making tough decisions. So or, the food banks yeah. help out. And now it's also cold, so people are having to spend more on their heating bills. So maybe they're cutting corners with the food. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it's amazing what they do. We are so happy to help the food bank every time we can. Uh, but that's why we do it in January. People are always like, why don't you do this game when it's you know nice and sunny out? That's kind of the point. Yeah. We're we want su- you to be cold. We want you to be miserable. We need to suffer because there are people suffering. Yeah, and it just reminds you, you know, A, how fortunate we are. Uh, but B, it, it convinces you to maybe give a little bit extra because people are struggling. Yeah, and I personally, I want to thank my company, Venify, uh, every year. or We used to get Christmas... I don't want to say presents, but, you know, like we'd get a gift card or something like that. And last year they decided instead of that, we would get a charity gift card where it's $100 that you can go to this website and it will put the money towards the charity. Nice. And so this year I put it towards the St. Louisans because we're a charity and made that one of the payments for that 
online uh, online uh, donations. So right. you know, when when you have a company like that, and, and I know a lot of people, I know Michelle Carricker's company used to match. Yeah, you know, if there are companies that match donations, or you hear about something, send it our way. You know, we we are happy to put that money towards things. Um, and then this is something else that we talked about too in the in the previous. You know, I got a notice at the end of the year, 95 bucks from people's Amazon purchases. You know, go to that smile.amazon.com. It sends things our way. Uh, I don't think we've decided what we're going to do with that money. So we probably should make that decision here. Yeah, but it will go to a good cause, a local cause. Yeah, so, it, you know, originally I thought about Food Bank, but maybe maybe we should do it spread, towards the, uh, spread the, wealth around. the Thieves Next project. Yeah, we could. Sarah's not here. I'm going to be talking about that in just a minute. Okay. So, uh, again, thank you to everybody who donated, either physically or monetarily. Really appreciate it. Food Bank really appreciates it. Um, want to mention, we follow up last episode, we were talking about the Hallmark bingo <laughs> game. Elena Hake won it again. Repeat champion. I found out her secret. I talked to her at the before the game. Oh, uh, yeah? So, she watches while she works. Yeah. And she has a system where she basically has her bingo cards and can just checklist them, yeah. essentially, that she works off of. So she is almost watching 18 hours a day. I mean, it's good work if you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> but through that process, we raised, a, or the Lilligan ladies raised, $1,000 for the UMSL Succeed program, which is doing great work out there. Absolutely. So, uh, you mentioned Thieves. I want to mention they just announced today, as a matter of fact, their next uh, volunteer project. It's going to be Saturday, February 26th. Uh, they're going to team up with Home Sweet Home St. Louis to build furniture and move furniture. Um, home Street, Home St. Louis helps struggling families transition into a new home by providing beds, dressers, couches, appliances, you know, all the stuff that you need, you know, because people think when they get the home, it's done. We've all moved into a new home. That's when the real money starts because you've got to add everything for that home. Table or yeah. something to sit on. So this Home Sweet Home St. Louis works to help people that are struggling fill those needs. So they're, it's on Twitter right now, and I will tweet it again, and I will put it on Facebook. Um, but it's a sign-up sheet. We're going to get some more information, but... Just pencil in February 26th. That's a Saturday. And if you can, come out and help us uh, build some furniture. And to sign up for that kind of stuff, go to thieves.stlooligans.com. Uh, that's where you can sign up. Uh, Sarah does a mailing list through yes. that as well. So you can get the information on that kind of stuff emailed to you. And uh, it, check it out. Yep. Uh, speaking of uh, things you can do to get involved, we do have some... Merch coming soon. We're going to have new scarves. We're going to have new jerseys from the from the charity game. We always do a jersey every year. Uh, the new t-shirts. If you've ordered it to be mailed, it should have been mailed by now. If you ordered it to be picked up, we are going to have a few more events coming up where you can pick those up. And we do have old scarves and old t-shirts, a few of them left on the website. Mm -hmm. If you want to order, you can go to stlooligans.com and click the shop tab. And be patient because it's basically me trying to get them out when I can. You are our distribution center. So <laughs> I got mine. Thank you much. You're welcome. Okay. Got... Let's talk about some news since the last episode. Um, I'm just going to start off. Uh, 
Let's start off with the MLS draft. Um, I did not get drafted draft. this year again. You were not, but five players with St. Louis ties went in the first round. It's amazing. Uh, three of those players, uh, Kippy Keller, Patrick Schulte, and Isaiah Parker, all played at SLU. Kip Keller and Patrick Schulte also played for St. Louis FC. Uh, they signed the Generation Adidas contracts. If you want to know what that is, that's just another workaround to get out of paying <laughs> players or for accounting against the salary cap, more Monopoly money. But those three players took advantage of that. Um, I'm just going to list the top or the five that got taken in the first round. Isaiah Parker played for SLU. He was drafted number three overall by FC Dallas. Kip Keller from St. Louis FC and SLU drafted number five overall by Austin FC. And I saw they tweeted out today, welcome to our new player. There you go. He was uh, at their training. Uh, Patrick Schulte, you'll all remember him from his U.S. Open heroics for St. Louis FC. Also uh, plays for SLU, well, played for SLU. Now he is a professional soccer player for the Columbus Crew, drafted at number 12. Simon Betcher, another uh St. Louis F. SLU product. He was drafted number 16 overall by the Vancouver Whitecaps. And Jack Lynn, who I think... Notre Dame. Notre Dame. And he, but he was also part of the St. Louis FC Academy. Uh, he signed... He was drafted number 18 overall by Orlando. So, congrats to all those guys. Congrats to Kevin Kalish and SLU. I know. what. How crazy is that? that I mean, it's been a pretty quick turnaround... I mean, not that they weren't good before, but he's really got them fired up. Now he's got to replace that talent. Yeah, that's the hard part. 20% of the, 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 the top 20 in the draft is, is our guys. In there. That's, and, that's and, and he left, he lost five key players or four or whatever it was. And that's, he's got he's to do some hustle there to get that back. But if, 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 if you're a prospect and you're seeing that, that you're shifting players on a bigger and better, that's where you're going to go. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, he's made a real focus of keeping that local talent local. We used to use, lose a lot of these guys to Indiana in particular. Mm -hmm. um, I think Kevin Kalish has the connections and has the pedigree. Has has people thinking about staying home and playing at SLU and uh, long way it continue. Good yeah. job, Kevin. Yeah, and, and it, it, well, I think Taylor Twelman tweeted something out that it's pretty much unheard of to have this many people from one area in the first round of the draft. I mean, I think you have to go back to Akron when they were, when Caleb maybe, Porter was there. Maybe, yeah. um, you know, I know Duke and North Carolina have had a couple of years where they've had a lot of, but five uh, in the first round, pretty impressive, pretty impressive. Um, shout out to Kyle Gregg. He was, has announced this week. He will be playing for the Tampa Bay Rowdies. That's awesome. So getting those passes from Lewis. Everybody loves Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Goals, man. The, the guy just—he just knows where the goal is. Yep. All right, let's do city news. Uh, since our last podcast, we found out that St. Louis City SC Next Pro. Mm -hmm. However, if we're going to say that maybe St. Louis City SC Two. Um, they will be eligible for the U.S. Open Cup. That's so awesome. The only MLS two side, excuse me, uh, eligible for the cup because there is no because there's one no side. one side yet. So this will be the one and only year that. A two-team can a two play. two-team will be, yeah, eligible. Go win it. <laughs> that would go, be kind of fun. Go win it. <laughs> uh, speaking of City, their new head coach has been announced, Bradley Carnell. We talked about that a little bit. Um, that that was the rumor. That was the expected choice from the New York Red Bulls. Been an assistant there for a few years. He's a South African international player and coach. 
he uh buddies with lutes he's with lutes yeah and it makes sense i think i mean he's a a young coach who's on the way up highly regarded uh only head coaching experience really to speak of is you know he took over for new york uh red bulls whenever they fired their coach and he guided that team into the playoffs that year yeah i mean when the rumors came out, I was I was kind of ambivalent to it. Yeah, but you you hope that that he's one of these guys that is highly regarded within the game. Like I, I think this part of me, you know, that gets all British English tabloid fan and goes, "We should have a big name. We should yeah. have a proven, you know." And then you know what? There, there was Arsenal fans who didn't know who Arsene Wenger was when he yeah. went to Arsenal, and you know they wouldn't change that for the world. And you just hope that this is another one of those guys. You know, when St. Louis FC. I'd never heard of Dale before. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, they're just getting a youth coach. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. But when you talk to the guy, when you talk to Dale, you're like, oh, oh now I see why they're giving him the gig. Yeah. You know, and, and you just hope that Bradley's one of these highly regarded within soccer circles. There's fan circles and there's soccer yeah. people. And, and if the soccer people are talking highly of someone, then, then you hope that, that that's, that's the deal here. Yeah, I think we're hearing the right things. I, hate, I think... Um, Key for me was I, I was worried we'd get somebody with international respect but no MLS experience. I, I agree mm-hmm. with you there. Agreed. It, it was absolutely essential to me that we get somebody who'd been working in MLS and knew the league and knew all the bullshit and how you get around it and, and how you have to attack it. Um, and I, I, I knew we would get somebody who wasn't a big name because we've talked about it before. They want this system and they, you know, you've got to find somebody who's hungry, wants to do it and agrees philosophically. That was the part that I was going to add in the, the agreeing, you know, when we had Lutz on the pod a couple months ago and he talked about having a system top to bottom, you have to have somebody that's willing to, you know, play along with the system while still getting their job done the way they want to. Yeah. So I think this will be a good, it's the next step for a successful assistant mm-hmm. coach. Um, so, I mean, th- I mean, essentially, that's what you're going to get when you're hiring a head coach. You're either going to get somebody who didn't work out somewhere else or an assistant on the way up. Yep. That's I mean, it. Those are your choices. Because if you've got a good coach, he's not available. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I, I was talking to Erica about it, and I said, you know, I've never really heard of this guy. I don't know much about him. And she's like, who would you have got? <laughs> And I'm kind of just kind of stumped. Yeah. Because you don't know. I mean, MLS is such a funky league. I mean. You don't know. You don't know. Obviously, the big name available right now would be a Bob Bradley. Um, but but, I, but again, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And and we've had big name. We had one of the most sought after coaches. Yeah. Came, came to St. Louis. It doesn't always it, work and out. Was, and it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, so it's just MLS is such a funny league sometimes. Yeah. Um, and again, the philosophy, you know, if Luth is telling him we're going to do this and he's against that. You know, also, that... you look at, you look, you, you mentioned Bradley there. LAFC, got, what's his name? What was it? Chirundolo? Yeah, yeah. Did you see his record in USL? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have Bradley than yeah. a, a guy that's only won four games in USL. Yeah. And, I mean, the the thing is, I haven't heard anybody say anything negative no, about the no, Bradley Carnell hire. I mean, it's not like people were like, ooh, I don't know, that 
That's a risky choice for a fr- yeah. I mean, everybody's bullish on the guy. Well, I think everyone's willing to support him. Yeah. If that's the guy they're going with, then let's get, get on. But, you know, I mean, pundits talk. Pundits say, oh, God, why did they hire him? I mean, nobody said that yeah. about him. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, this- have you ever seen Eric Winalda get hired? <laughs> <laughs> we could hire Eric Winalda. Yeah, I know. And then in three months, we'll be looking for <laughs> exactly. another coach. But, I mean, there are people that say, I don't know if that's the right choice for a head coach. I mean, this one is fairly, I mean, nobody's like, applauding from the rooftops for it but nobody's saying i don't know about this yeah so we'll see how it goes speaking of head coaches the mls next head approach coach was also named and a surprise to no one it will be john hackworth <gasps> i mean i think we all saw that coming right absolutely I mean, he's known for working with development squads he's got the proven track record for it he uh his last head coaching gig was with Division two Louisville, and he won him a championship. Um, I think this guy will have a lot to impart on that level of player. Absolutely. He will not only be able to speak with authority and tell these guys what they need to do to succeed because he has won a championship at that level. He's built several teams at that level. And I think he'll be able to help these guys, and he'll be able to work with Carnell because, don't forget, Hackworth is also the whatever, head of coaching, whatever it is, over all of St. Louis City. Executive VP <laughs> of uh, training yeah. experience. He will be integral, you know, finding guys at the academy, taking them to MLS Next Pro, and pushing them on to the first team. And he can work with the coaches on both ends, be it Louis Swisher at, at the MLS Next level or Bradley Carnell. And, I mean, it was just, to me, it was... It made too much sense not to do, to put Hackworth there. Question for you. Now, uh, it is interim. He They may find somebody to take over the role. I think that and- Andreas fella. Oh, he's take- taken over the, the, yeah. the next. Yeah, you're right. Do you think Hackworth, given his experience, will be more open to having a better pipeline from USL to the MLS than we've seen in other teams? I, I mean, he's got the connections. Obviously, I mean, he knows the playing field. He knows the players. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't shut off anyone. It's a, it's a global game. You can't. If if someone if someone's good enough, it doesn't matter where they're coming from. In my opinion, but I here's where we'll see a bit of a difference with USL with an independent team. You're wanting to hire the best players for the positions because you, you want to win, right? When you're a development squad for a first team. Like we've heard, we've heard feelers out there for players and players you would know. And I don't want to say anything because it's you know all hearsay behind the scenes. But some of them are older. I don't think you're going to see them sign a 27, 28, 29 year old to the USL Next Pro team. Maybe, maybe as a maybe as a, a role mentor, model, yeah. a mentor. But that's not the kind of but guy. That's, what, that's the coach's job, yes. isn't it? But I mean, sometimes you get guys in le- veteran leaders to yeah. kind of be a locker room presence and and there's probably a good chance that a lot of these guys being first-time pros on that team right. you need an experienced pro to but you're not help gonna them along. you're not gonna sign a 27 year old to be a feeder your, for mls to, to move up like you're gonna right. risk on younger guys that have a bigger upside that's my thing now speaking of which there's already a rumor going around that they're gonna sign josh yarrow uh, some of you may remember he was drafted by Philly back in 2016, so that's getting a little bit 
back a little bit. Was Hackworth in Philly then? Is that the connection there? Might have been. I don't know. I didn't think about that, but it might have been. But he's played for San Antonio. uh, San San Diego Loyal. Well, San Diego Loyal and also San Antonio's FC or USL team. Um, Good player. I don't think he's, you know, nothing to write home about. I don't think, as I was saying, I think he's a little too. Just a journey, man. Yeah, but I don't, I think he's a little too old to be signing him to this team with thinking about next year for the pro team, unless it's just depth or whatever. Hey, you know, but you know what? Hackworth it, was at Philly 2012 to 2014. So, so no, he missed him, but, yeah. but 2010. Again, but he knows good, the people in that system. But you know what? If Yarrow comes and he's good enough, then I, I'm not going oh, to, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he's not good enough, but like a lot of people are looking for them to stock the next pro team with players that are going to play because they do that. Yeah, that's why I mentioned Cincinnati did that. Right. You know, Nashville did that. So I'm not saying we won't see a few players like that. You know, we might have more players signed than Charlotte at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but again, as Mitch mentioned, Hackworth does have USL connections as well. I think we might be more likely to sign a guy and loan him out to a Division Two side if he's that good. Yeah. To keep him playing or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we'll just have to see. I mean, we the the philosophy is up in the air. We still don't know a lot about how USL Next Pro is going to work. Like, will it look more like USL or will it look more like the old MLS Reserve League? Right. Um, you know, will there be? An emphasis on winning? Will there be an emphasis on just blooding young guys? We'll we'll just have to see. And different teams may do it differently, just like different two teams handled USL differently. Um, I, I want the accountant to play. <laughs> it, it, it might happen. I don't know. You know, Caleb, um, get ready to suit up. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I ha- I have to believe MLS next the first season for St. Louis SC. City SC, I think it went pretty well. I think the 17s showed a lot of promise, and I think a lot of those kids will be brought up to the MLS Next Pro to see if they're ready for the next level. Um, But we'll have to see how they fill out the rest of that roster. And then we'll have to see the kids fill out the rest of the seven un, under-17s after the, after the other guys yeah. leave. Um, so a lot of things to, to keep an eye out for coming up soon. And speaking of soon, they're going to have to start making some decisions soon because the league starts in March. I think so. Or late February. I, I imagine they've probably got a list going already that they're yeah. just not releasing. And we still also need to find out where they're going to play. They could play at Creve Core like the MLS Next did. They could play at Worldwide Technology Soccer Park because one of the owners has an in there. You'd think that would be <laughs> a good idea. They could decide to play at SLU because they want to play downtown. Could play it uh, on the arch grounds. <laughs> <laughs> or they could get the practice fields done and theoretically throw up a couple bleacher sets yeah. and well, play you gotta, there. you got to imagine they're probably going to have some sort of seating on the practice grounds. Yeah. Just in general. So maybe that's what they... I don't know. Can't wait to find out, though, because I'd like to tell. actually start yes. watching soccer again. All right. Let's do some uh, questions from the listeners on this, our 11th anniversary. Preguntas. <laughs> know what that means questions oh there we go uh let's see here bramlett wrote one i don't even know what it means so we're gonna skip that (laughs) (laughs) uh let's see 
this is from Dan DeBuilder. Uh, been totally appreciative of all the work you did since he first discovered the podcast back in 1718. Uh, tons of work goes into this. What have been the biggest challenges over the years? Technical, time, personalities, low beer supply, and any surprises and joys from the podcast? Scheduling. Scheduling is the biggest problem. By far and away. Um, when it was just you and I? Easier. Is easy. Add in bird, got a little more complicated. Add with, in Sarah, with twins. With twins, it yeah. got complicated. Yeah. yeah. So it's just every time that there's a change like just that. Just getting four people together. Yeah. Well, like tonight, Sarah couldn't yeah. be here. You know, and and there's going to be times where bird can't be here yeah. or Sarah can't be here. And I have to be here because I live here. <laughs> but, you know, but other than that, I think that by far and away is the biggest challenge. The second being the. Dealing with my personality. <laughs> I can say that on multiple questions. Yeah. No, I, I think really, I think the second one is walking the line between, ins- er, we're independent. We're going to be critical. Yeah. Not taking it too far, but not going too soft either. Yeah. I think that's always been a hard part because there have been times. Like, well, beca- we, we become we friends say, with some of these people. Yeah, like yeah. Jer- Albaugh and I are, and us are still good friends yeah. and we still talk frequently but we had to sit here and berate him and, and tell him that his decisions were terrible. And he had to... Well, cut. it wasn't that his decisions were terrible. They just ended up be, yeah. being terrible. Yes, the results were terrible. Uh, the results of his decisions were terrible, not his actual decisions that were made. But here's, here's the thing. You look back now and you're like... I think we maybe expected a little too much because... You know, Sacramento won the league, and then we came in, and Louisville were doing so good. Yes. We were like, you know, if, if those two things hadn't happened, it wouldn't have looked so bad. Yes, I agree. I agree. There was definitely a keeping up with the Joneses yeah. kind of um, feeling, and, and the development and expectations were not always in sync. But the Precky year... You talk about challenges. It was a very fine line. We had to call a spade a spade because the results just weren't there. Um, but and at the end of the day, Jeremy, Pat Barry. They owned it. They, 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 Tom Strong came on. They, they owned it, but at the end of the day, they, they're your mates. They are your friends. And I think, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are all in on the MLS thing. They're all in. They're, they're so excited. And I get that. I think maybe. I, I'm being a little standoffish with it because I don't want to get that invested again. I don't want to get hurt. Well, <laughs> I don't want to get that. I don't want to become friends with someone and then sit here on a Tuesday night and say, that was shit. Well, good I, thing MLS won't let us become well, friends with Well, you them. know, be, be that as it may, yeah. but that that's okay too. Yeah. But Lawyers I, and... I remember very clearly we did a podcast and, and I, I was critical about Seth Rudolph, like the way he played. I didn't think he was, he was playing good. And, you know, a lot of people came up to me before that game were like, yeah, you're right. You know, I really agree with you. And then I was standing at the boards at halftime, having a beer, talking to some people. And Seth was warming up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hi, Seth. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, my, I just was kind of, t- I mean, I wasn't talking shit about him, but, you know, I was being honest about my opinion. Oh. And like three or four people who I know had personally told me they agreed with me were like, Seth, we think you're great. Don't worry about it. It's like, okay, you can have your opinions and you can say whatever you want, but I'm saying it on a microphone. Mm-hmm. 
I can't hide then when Sam sees me at a game and is like, I heard your last podcast and, you know, I disagree with you or well, whatever. Uh, I mean, a, great, a great example, uh, Oscar Umar. Yeah. That he, he was awful for a handful of games that he played in. And, and, and he had to be playing that we just had yeah. injuries and, you know, and his girlfriend came to the tailgate yeah. and introduced herself to uh, to you and me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you guys do the podcast. It's like, oh, shit. Ooh, you shouldn't listen to this podcast. But, but she did. He didn't. Yeah. And and she was just like, he's struggling. He knows he's struggling. Yeah. And it was like, fuck, I'm well, sorry. And I, I mean, I think the players and the coaches and everybody, they've always understood, you know, it's not personal or whatever, but I mean, it is difficult to. It is personal call out to your them friends. because yeah. it's their. I, I learned very quickly. I, I got into a beef online with Brian Gall. Yeah. <laughs> and the next day, I went and spoke to him. Yeah. I had to go and I got to face this. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I it can't fester. Were yeah. you doing cocaine at Wheelhouse? No, I, no. I just <laughs> I went and talked to him. I just went and talked to him. And, and yeah. You just have to to face it. If you if you've got the chops. To sit here and say it, you've got to stand by it. And you've yeah. got to stand by it to someone's face. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, and but we, you've also got to listen to them and, and let them have their say back. Sure. Yeah. Because I've I found we'll we'll go back to the ambush thing. Right? When I was doing the ambush, I was very critical of a player. You know, I he 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 kept losing possession and I kept getting on his case. On on mm-hmm. the, the air about it. And he messaged me and he said, I get that. I get what you're saying, but the coach tells me to do this. He tells me to run at right. players. He tells me to to drive at players with the ball. You know this. Right. This is what I'm be, and and I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll next time this happens, I'll be I'll be I'll say your point. I'll yeah. say it on air, and, and you know, you've got to. It's not personal, but you you have to stand by your opinions, but you also have to listen to the other side too and take that on board. Yes, yeah. and we used to joke about it, like when Jeremy would come down the tailgate people would come running you know oh jeremy so good to see you i'm your best friend it's like motherfucker i just heard three of you say he should be fired because yeah. he's you know it's like we don't have the luxury of hiding our opinions because we're recording them and <laughs> putting them out there um which is also <laughs> but it, but it also i mean we get recognition we get free beers like i mean we get something from it it's not you know but it is challenging and, at and, times. and there are listeners that disagree with us oh yeah, yeah. And, and you know and i'm cool with that it's, there's people in this room that disagree <laughs> <laughs> but but at the end of the day it's about court you know keeping it civil yeah you know if it gets if you get personal and get mean and, and we that's when you've crossed the line and, well, and sometimes you know as a group we we have it's been brutal yeah you know, oh absolutely it's been, it's been brutal and, and and again i think you know Another reason why I've I've taken a little step back from this because it was it was I was yeah. living and dying by results and it mm-hmm. was not healthy. But also, I mean, I I think it is healthy to disagree. I think it is healthy to have have discussions. And I mean, it would be a very boring podcast if we all a hundred percent agreed with each other all the time. New England Revolution logo, exactly the important things. Sarah would have given you a. Hmm. I do want to mention also, you know, he mentioned joys. I mean, some of the big moments of the podcast, I think, were interviewing Don Garber when, you know, MLS, the first round of MLS. Interviewing Taylor Twelman at the uh, TED Talk. Yeah, I mean, meeting players 
and and having personal conversations with them that we wouldn't have normally had just as fans. Sean Reynolds. Sean yeah. Reynolds was always a joy because he told you what it was, and it was from the heart. I, I remember Alec Khan on the bed, on the yeah. So Alec yeah. Khan on the sofa, and um, and now you're seeing him play. Um, I, I loved him when he was playing for Pratt Atlanta. I'm like, I know him. I yeah. sat with him. Um, just just some of the the, the 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 genuine players, and they were young guys. A lot of them were young yeah. guys. Parker Ma was a young kid, you know. <laughs> Drew Connor was a young guy, and Taka. And, t- Taco. Taco was not a young guy. Yeah. No, but Taco wanted to hang out on the yeah. couch and watch TV. He, just listening to the, them and the stories they told, I, I could have, I could sit here and listen to Dale forever. Yeah, yeah. same way with Petcher. I mean, you know, Petcher telling about oh, the, the sto- some of the stories. The guy, the 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 center back who pissed himself yeah. so he could rub it on the opposing player. S- sleeping, in, sl- sleeping in Lima, Peru, yes. in the airport because <laughs> yes. the, 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 he had to make his own way to, the, to yeah. Peru. You know those kind of stories. They, yeah. You know, you know, we never would have come across. I had, I had Johan Cruyff's shirt; it's in a, folded in a box in my yeah. garage. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, also, not just the players, not just the coaches and things like that, but meeting fans. I mean, because we do this, people recognize us at games and. I wouldn't meet a lot of the people that oh, I've absolutely. met because I'm kind of an introvert. I'm kind of off to the side unless right. I'm drunk. <laughs> um, but it's nice when people come up and introduce themselves and tell us they like the pod and buy me a beer because <laughs> I'm always about free beer. But also, so what, what I found is that I, I, it's their podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they listen and, and, you know, we – Telling stories, their stories, like mm-hmm. t- talking about trophies and Mike McHugh's and and uh, Gartman's and, and the people that, that you've known now. For, I've lived here for 10 years. I've known these yeah. guys for 10 years, these people. And, and the, the, it's just as much their thing as it is ours. I'll yeah. never forget one of the, after one of the first shows that you were on as a regular, Cody Niffin came up and said, I feel, when I listen to the podcast, I feel like I'm sitting in your basement with you guys shooting the shit about soccer. You know, Cody Niffin was one of the first guys I met. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and but but that stuck with me forever because it yeah. was like, that's exactly what I want this to be as a project, as an ongoing thing, is I want somebody to imagine that they're sitting right here with us in one of these chairs having a beer themselves and just shooting the shit about soccer. And, and that's one of the main reasons we added Sarah to the show because more people said, I want somebody to tell Brad he's dumb. <laughs> and so Sarah has become their lifeline. Hmm. Uh, Oinkity wants to know, he says, he can't believe it's already been 11 years. Uh, he remembers listening to early shows talking about Piasaw games, so he's been with us a while. Uh, curious what you all rate as the top three most infamous moments from the history of the podcast. Oh, the Kenny podcast. <laughs> the Lost the podcast. Lost one that never aired. Um, which, if you get us out and give us a few beers, we will tell you the story. Yeah, yeah. But we can't tell it on air, and we can't ever release that podcast. No, no. But wow. Wow. <laughs> um, oof, boy. I, I, I got to put Petra up there for me personally because, A, he was my hero growing up playing soccer in St. Louis. Yeah. And having my hero, having a captain of the U.S. men's Olympic team sitting on my couch drinking beer with us, telling stories – like eight year old Mitch would have shit himself. Yeah. Right? That was just, you know, and then to, you know, for him to come out and play in the charity game. And I played five minutes just to get a pass from him and pass it back to him. Right. That was my entire being of that game. Like that was, 
and and now that he's a friend you know we text each other and see each other and it's like it's yeah. surreal to me um we, some, did, we, and, did, we did a podcast once while watching a game yeah that was oh, bad. that was shocking terrible yeah. it was shocking awful um, i'm gonna worst say worst idea ever yeah, yeah it didn't work uh i'm gonna say the whole uh Last season of St. Louis FC, the Trespass Press Pass podcast. <laughs> I mean, were great. we were drunk. We were stupid. Uh, we were winning. We were winning. I mean, but it was fun doing the live, the the live Facebook live, live cast, and, yeah, and having people say, "I'll give you three dollars if you say this on the yeah. air," and having Zach join us for those games. Oh God, um, the, my favorite moment. Honestly, going back to my favorite moment of, of doing that. We were playing Sporting KC, and we won three two. We scored in like two minutes to go, yeah, yeah. or like five minutes. The the the, the rupture yeah. from from us, our little cabal. Yeah, it was brilliant. And you you can go back and watch it. It's just five minutes to go. We we scored the winner. And I brilliant. and I mean I do think I mean that season. Not only was it heartbreaking because it was our last season, and we didn't get to be there as as the a group. whole. I think a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people, 500 people, whatever, are, however many people watch it, I think they really enjoyed Living us, vicariously, us being like there. It and, was part of... And Zach yelling oh. because no one else could yell. There was nobody there. Um, I think they enjoyed it. And, I, I mean, we did get drunk and we did have fun. And, you know, I don't know. It, it was fun, I think. Oh, it was a blast. But also probably a horrible idea in yeah. retrospect and terrible technical work oh yes i mean that was a disaster yes. like every time i fought it the so thing, hard the thing is well, yeah it was sad it was our last season and all but we were good yeah yeah we that were, was a, we no, a, good a very team. good team and, and i'm i'm not being funny we went to louisville for the playoff game and i'm we were the better team yeah and oh we were i think so yeah and you know, Louisville have a way of finding a way to win. That's that's been their thing. Call, and, calling off three goals, yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, that like was I didn't amazing. think it was possible. But we were a good, and, and you know, Hartford, the game before that, they thought they were just going to show up and beat us. Mm-hmm. We, you know, they were a one seed, we were a eight seed or whatever. Yeah. They, it was a given. They were at home. They were going to win. They they smashed uh, London and they'd smashed New York Red Bull two and they'd smashed Atlanta United two. They 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 were going to win. And that and that was a fun night at Amsterdam. We we were kind of allowed to have a party and like Boris Johnson did. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> um, but that was some, some silliness there. Oh God, it was great. But the, everybody, you know, it was during COVID. We all had the masks and this was before vaccines yeah. worth out. Oh, it was the uh, and we were, Tiger King part of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we weren't supposed to, we were supposed to social distance, but when Joaquin scored, everybody's hugging and, and screaming. Ma- masks and, went flying because you're screaming and your arms yeah, are everywhere. People and, are passing beers around. We're like, oh no, we shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't be doing that. Uh, but that was just a great moment. But it should be, sports should be escape from real life. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, St. Louis, uh, Lou Boys podcast, Lou Boys SC podcast. Uh, would love to know if you're hearing anything about the next pro stadium location. No, I, I, in fact, I messaged, you know, I used to message Tom or Jeremy before podcast and say, Hey, people are going to ask, I got to know. And they would tell me the answer. They would, they or would, they'd tell us what we couldn't, couldn't say. Right. Uh, Seabag just said, no, no comment. <laughs> so there is no comment. They, I expect it will be announced soon though. They don't need us to leak stuff. They no, got, they got Jeff Root. Of, Root, Root exactly. They don't need us to leak stuff. Yes, like, like Jeremy did. Yes, I, I'm surprised he hasn't changed his number already. 
Maybe he's just got a burner phone that yeah, he I was just completely say, I ignores. Think we're the this fake is just, phone. It's the Brad Bat phone. <laughs> it's a Fisher Price model. <laughs> it's the old cricket. It's the <laughs> giant old people phone. That explains why it takes him so long to reply. Yep. He has to do three, three, three. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, they also want to know uh, forward Madison trip. Um, yeah, Sarah's working on it. Uh, Sarah was named a, an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> Forward Madison fan from afar. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's working on it. It it I I'll say it will either be early in the USL season or late in the USL season. Um, still trying to work it out again. Omicron and the numbers going up That's, and Madison is very uh Let's say they lock down quickly. Yes, they're very particular about the behaviors. And that's the hard part. Like, you know, last year we had several ideas. You know, we were going to go down to Chattanooga. We are going to go to Madison. Well, Tennessee yeah. will be fine. Don't yeah. worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we also, like, wanted to do bus trips, but we're, yeah, we, were, we were hoping by now we'd be back into where that's cool, but I think we're back into where it's not, not again. cool. Yeah, I mean, it, that's the hard part. It changes all the time, and maybe you get to do one of your plans, but four others are canceled. Yeah. So we will let you know, but uh, if you look at the schedule is out for USL um, and there are some dates being talked about. And as we get closer, we will throw those out there to let you know. March the 12th, Memphis at home to Pittsburgh. There you go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and take UNC. I'll bet I'm going to maybe take the camper down, give it a shot. Nice. Uh, Matt Baker, a lot of info left to be released, but what thoughts do you have on activities tailgating for City 2? And uh, what do you think about organized trips for supporting Kansas City to fire to assuming COVID calms down? Yeah, I think, I mean, all of that is dependent upon the state of the city, the state of the virus. State of the union. We'll just say the state of the <laughs> yes. union. Um, and also the state of MLS Next Pro. We'll have to see. I mean, I, I was telling Sarah the other day, I could see it being 50 people at a game like MLS next, the Academy stuff, or I could see it being a thousand people at a yeah. game. I don't know. I think, I think the first year it'll be pretty decently. Attended. And I then, hope and so. Then when the main team comes, it'll drop. Off. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. And it depending on where it is, if we'll be able to do tailgating or if we'll, you know, have an area where we can get together. Right. We, we just don't know. There's yeah. nothing known that we can. So yeah, plan de- on. dependent upon a number of factors, we do plan on, Doing some tailgating, we do plan on going as a group to some of these. And again, games. we'll make a tailgate anywhere. We'll figure That's it not out. A problem, uh, but yeah, I mean, we want to do it safely and correctly. Uh, correctly. Um, show up, make noise. Podcast, our sister podcast on the network, uh, wants to know who your favorite TIS co-host is and why is it Sarah? <laughs> and why, uh, if someone wanted to get involved with chanting, drumming, playing an instrument, where would they go to for that information? Wow. <laughs> I feel like that was a crafted question yeah. that they knew the answer to and just wanted a cheap pop. What I would do is I would honestly, I would follow Show Up Make Noise podcast on Twitter. Um, they do have a sign-up sheet if you were interested in playing drums. I think they or, even just had a meeting. I'm not certain, but so, I think they did. Yeah, I would I would defer to those guys when it comes to showing up, making noise, and having fun. Yes. So, uh, other than that, yes, obviously everybody's favorite co-host is Sarah. Followed quickly by Willinho. Yes. When Willinho co-hosted <laughs> Willinho an episode. on assignment, hashtag Nacho Bomb. <laughs> 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 what a pint. 
wants to know any info on the next pro schedule. Nope. Any info on their home pitch? Nope. It will be green. <laughs> and players, player rumors for that squad. Uh, the only one we've heard so far is the aforementioned uh, San Diego Loyal player. Uh, I, I assume there are going to be some under-17s move up. We mentioned a couple potential places where they could play. And the schedule, I, I again, I would expect it any day now. I mean, they've got to get that stuff out. Um, I mean, it's not as crucial as USL because I don't think the fan traveling and stuff is going to be nearly as much. Uh, but we'll see. But it is supposed to be a 17-game schedule. and Is that 17? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, but a regular schedule and, and more of a league. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and he also wants to... Uh, oh, this one's from uh, Chris Dolomar. Any guesses on a stadium name? Um, thoughts on... So the conversation I had with Dennis back when he first came here. This is the... C R O yeah C R O. Uh, he had said he had said several things at the time that they were going to have a starting eleven of sponsors. Yes, with obviously Purina being together. Credit Union probably on that list because they've announced them. Yeah, they announced them. So there's a starting eleven, and and he said as this goes along, the stadium will. The, they had a, a short list of people they were already talking to, and that. It was going to be a national brand. They, 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 they were looking at national brands, not necessarily St. Louis based. Lions then. They wanted, <laughs> they wanted the highest profile stadium sponsor that they could get. Now, so it could, you know, I see people still saying, could be locally tied. You know, people, it cannot be worldwide and it cannot be enterprise right. because they, the owners are owners. MLS wants new money in the Ponzi right. scheme. Right. So I see <laughs> you don't saying, get credit in your downline if you buy from yourself. I see people saying places like, you know, Peabody or, or uh, you know, whatever. You know, Bayer or Panera. Bread I do Co. want to mention we could get that announcement as soon as this week. Rumors around the construction site are it, it will be announced this week. Now, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, a lot of people have said it. The obvious choice, Square. Yeah. Um as long as they pay enough money, we can get a decent player out of it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's what I want. The money. Yeah. That'd be nice. The yeah. more money, the better, the better products on the pitch. Yep. And I mean, I mean, we've already seen people say, well, I'm just going to call it City Stadium or I'm going to call it, you know, I'm going to call it Square, whether it's Square or not, because it's a square-shaped stadium. I mean, we'll Some see. Some people still call it the Kiel Center. Yeah, I mean. I, I do. I still call Riverport Amphitheater. Riverport. Um, you know. That's what St. Louis does. Yeah, but but it's also if you, if you're going to be a stadium sponsor, you got to get in there first, because in 20 years time, no matter it will what still it's called, call it that. Yeah, it's still going to be the Emirates. Yep, yep, yep. You know, you call if you're first on board. That's your that's bang for your buck is the first one. Yeah. It, it's going to be more expensive probably to, for the first season, but it will always be called that. Yep. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's lots of local companies that are also national brands, mm -hmm. but they could just go you know crazy take the money and run Don Brown Chevrolet Bain Capital who knows <laughs> um Andy Haas probably just read the entirety of uh Bradley Carnell's Wikipedia page um and I I said other podcasts have done that <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to do that he was joking of course yes. um what a pint also just wanted to say cheers for 11 years. Thanks for organizing, informing, and entertaining us. 
That might be a stretch. <laughs> I don't know how much we've entertained or informed. Uh, we organize. We organize, yeah. Uh, Hannah, leader Hannah, uh, he wants to say thank you. This show led me to buy St. Louis FC tickets. and Sorry. <laughs> and to where I am with this group now. So I'll be forever grateful. Do you have a favorite episode? And if so, which one? Um, You know, I've really liked a couple of our Jim Cavanaugh episodes. Just because I think he's offered... An insight into the perspective of an owner. I think we've had him on in good times and bad times. And there's been times that he's been robot Jim, yeah. where, where he gives the professional answer. And there's been times where he loses the uh, the first go round for MLS when we had him and Tom on together, and Jim got pissed off about something, yeah, and started ranting and let go, let the defenses down for a little bit. And I think, you know, the, the episode where we talked about, um, St. Louis FC folding. Yeah. Um, you could tell he was upset by it and he was heartbroken. Yeah. Not, I'm, I don't want to say unhappy, but he didn't necessarily like the way it went down, but he knew why. And he, he did sort of defend the decision. Um, he explained like, it. He, he explained really it. Say why? And, yeah. You know, no, I know. It's but it was his baby. Bro. But he did yeah. come on and and face the music as it was. Yep. Um. And and I will say that to all of our guests, they've more than not they have answered the questions and and tried to be as real as they could. Now, obviously, you can't always give the full reality. Right. But, but historically, yeah. I mean, having CKB on early in the process and talking to her about owning a team. Well, we did ply her with alcohol. Yeah, of course. Uh, But those have been good. And and I hope those things continue. I hope in the future we can have Bradley Carnell on at some point. I mean, I didn't think we'd ever get Lutz and Lutz came on. Um, And the new team, I will say we joke about MLS not being as, you know, open and free as USL, but the, the new team has been fairly responsive to our requests. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, within reason. I think part of it is that we do have to adjust that we had a leniency that that was afforded to us with SDLFC that they can't do because of PR, because of legal, because of all the there corporate are more, machinations. There are that, more levels in between you right. and the ultimate goal. We can't sit and talk to Lutz one-on-one. Right. He's going to have a horde of people hovering to make sure he says someone there don't say to the wrong thing. nod yes you can answer this no yeah. you can't answer that or yeah. yeah and and just it's a much more guarded world now but i also i found that when we had players on that didn't know us like when when we had patrick duty on first he didn't yeah. know us he just flew in from chicago yeah and he's been Asked to come on the. We, Jeremy says, "Hey, we have got this new guy coming in from Chicago. Have him on the pod." Yeah. He didn't know us from Adam, but once once they calmed down and once they realized we're not out to get gotcha questions, we're not out to to crucify them, and you know we're yeah. not we're not out to to to. We just a couple of guys that want to talk football. What position do you play? What 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 do you like? Who who was your favorite player in the past? You know, get get to know them. It, it's it they they once they loosen up. And you can see it happening on the yeah. sofa. You can see it when they're like, oh, okay, this yeah. is kind of fun. 
it, it becomes more enjoyable. And I, and, and if they come on a second time, th- it's, they know it's a what, totally different. Yeah. But there's been times when I've driven home from here, absolutely buzzing by yeah. the the podcast and, and the the person, the guests we've had on, and how they've just totally entertained me. Yeah. And and when Sean was on, Sean was like that. He just yeah. he just entertained. Hey, me. He hung out afterwards. You you just riffing for a while. Well, and and a lot of times they gave you more than you expected them to give you. Yes, I I'll never forget it along those lines, Bird. There was a FC player, and I won't name him because I don't want he's still playing. But he was sitting on the couch here, and he was very guarded, very, you know, I wouldn't say nervous. But as as the time went on, and we're talking and laughing, I got up to get a beer, and I looked at him, and he got. He just pointed yeah, at my yeah. beer, like, "Yeah, I'll have a beer too." Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, he gets it now." And, and that that kind of comfort and recognition, you know. And once we've spoke to lots a few times, once we spoke to Bradley, it was they'll 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 recognize we're not out to to, to trip him up over anything. We just and, talk and, and, they, and and they do have a lot of knowledge, yeah, yeah. To, to 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 parlay to us because. You know, and I, and I recognize that with Dale, as I say. I'll go back to Dale. God, talking to Dale was always da- amazing. Dale has forgotten more about soccer than I'll ever know. Exactly. Uh, it's, he's just a wealth of knowledge. And, it, you know, and and, there's, and you just hope that the, 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 the likes of Bradley, who's, who's coming in, can, can just wow me like that. And, yep. and you know, and I, I, you know, I just want to hear what, what he has to say about playing for Kaiser Chiefs. And, and, yeah. You know, I, and, and well, and like I do that. think, the the people we've dealt with at city there is a learning curve and i do think a lot of them don't have a football background to understand it yeah and also once they get to know us and they and they've listened to the pod a few times and they we've interacted a few times and and we'll be honest with them and we'll tell them what we really think um but and they, some of them may cut you off forever. When yeah, you no, and I get that. <laughs> I, I mean, I get that. It's happened. But I think they'll realize, you know, like you said, we're not we're not trying to get you. We're not gonna we're not gonna whisper secret things on the air so everybody knows. Like it, we just want to talk about soccer, and we want to talk about your experiences with soccer. And I don't, you don't need to tell me your secret lineup. You don't need to tell me the players that you've got earmarked to sign. But tell me what you want to play. What, what kind of? What do you play? want to look for? Yeah, and, and I think that's the other thing too is that I think there's that recognition that comes with that exposure that we're not going to ask journalism 101 questions. Yeah, that we you know we are going to have a. Con- I'm not going to put on an ill-fitting toupee and ask you questions out of journalism 101 that well, don't make sense. I mean, when when Lutz got hired, he got shopped around to all the little local sports radio, and you know you do 10 minutes on this. Sh- channel and 10 minutes on that channel and you don't get asked any right. real soccer questions you, you know how do you like st louis do you like what toasted about the ravioli? <laughs> yeah. i mean okay that's fine but if they do want to talk about soccer i'm not saying we're the we're the best soccer journalists in the world but you'll get a little something here that you don't get when you go it's on character and smallman right um, they do good. They do what they need to do, and they get the word out. They're they're going to the wide audience. Yes. We're going to a narrow audience of diehards. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we'll find our place in the MLS network, or you know, however you want to say it. Um, yeah, we won't get as maybe as much inside information that we did with USL, uh, but we'll find our place in there. And I think, and if not, we'll just talk soccer. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, we not we won't get the big interviews, but maybe we'll get a tidbit here or there, or you know, maybe we'll get a 
a second level player but I think come I, on I do that th- could be just as interesting but yeah. i do think and that's and that's what i want honestly i, I want the underlying story yeah, yeah. but i also feel that, that at the end of the day jeremy would come here because he kind of enjoyed it yeah. oh you absolutely know, tom, tom come here because he enjoyed it and you know the, when you'd have players on for a second third time they were coming because they enjoyed it and and you you want that they have to go on the the the, the ktrs's they have to do that contractually that's yeah. work that's work this 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 isn't work yeah, yeah. like this yeah, is just you talking know, football when 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 a guy comes on to like Sean comes on for the second time and as soon as he steps through the door he's on his knees oh sammy i missed you you know he's petting my dog and you know it's that comfort and it, it, that's where you really get that transparency yeah and and i think that's key and i think we'll find it i think you know at the next level and it'll if be, not, it'll we'll be just keep doing what we do yeah, and yeah. sarah will call you stupid yeah well that that will never change yes this is true yeah even when i quit the podcast she'll still call me stupid as long as we know you i mean i quit it every week so <laughs> i don't know that's all i got um you've quit the podcast more than you've quit smoking yeah fair enough <laughs> I love smoking more than I love the podcast. <laughs> so do I. I don't smoke anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i kind of happy with where the podcast is. Um, maybe it'll get bigger. Maybe it won't. Uh, hopefully we'll do it more often. Hopefully. Well, and I think once we have actual Something games to talk, to about, talk yeah. about, we will. Uh, hopefully we'll find some new fans um, as we move along. I mean... Just to just to make some connections, like Jake said, Jake got more involved with the Luligans by listening to the podcast. Hannah. Sorry, sorry, Hannah. Uh, Dan DeVilder, same thing. When he first started following St. Louis FC, the podcast helped him get in a little bit. So, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to that aspect of it. I'm looking forward to new people getting involved in the Luligans, new people getting involved in the Thieves, um, and just seeing where this goes. So, eleven years, it it. It hasn't been like serious work. <laughs> I mean, it's work. You, you have to you have to get together and you have to do it, but it's not. If you'd have done second degree murder, you'd have been out on parole by now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There there was one more question. Um, this is from uh, Coach Smitty. Uh, he said, uh, "Have you heard anything more about?" And this comes up on social media a lot. Any other supporters groups starting as we head into twenty twenty three? You know, not really. I mean, I see Twitter hashtags follow us or Twitter handles follow us and they don't really go anywhere or they'll get a few followers and they'll be active for a little bit and they go away. It's just like I was saying with the podcast and we've said this before with regard to supporters groups, you got to enjoy doing it and you got to keep doing it. You're not going to get, you know, 10,000 followers overnight. It just doesn't happen. And they are at a little bit of a disadvantage because we haven't had the games. Uh, but if there were people out there wanting to do the work, they could have been at the Academy games. Hopefully they will be at the next pro games. Um, but ultimately, we're going to do everything we can to make that section behind the goal as loud and as vibrant and as you know active as we can. Uh, but it's on other people to step up and do it if they want to do it. And it is a lot of hard work. It is a lot of time and early on a lot of money. I mean, Mitch and I sunk a lot of money into this (laughs) um, that will never be recouped. 
but we did it because we enjoyed it. We did it because we thought we could do something. And 11 years later, 12 years later for the group, we raised almost 20,000 meals for, you know, St. Louis area food bank. That's doing something. But like I said, the first time we did it was only 400 meals Mm -hmm. and we were happy about it. Yeah. We were happy about it. You have to take those baby steps and you have to, you're not going to become famous overnight. And I'm still not famous. Like, I mean, nobody gives a shit who we are, but we have fun because we get together with our friends and we have a good time. And if we make one or two people happy, right. that's all that matters. So it's just football. I, but I do hope mm-hmm. more groups pop up, but do the work. You got to keep doing it. And it doesn't have to be. You, you you can have a little group and it not be massive. And it's yeah. still fun. the Bond Squad or the Duty Crew and, and you know, Boone's Brigade isn't the biggest sport, right. the, sports group, but they, they do that. They're thing. having fun. They do that thing and they, they wave their flags and it's, it's, it's cool. And sometimes those things catch on just like, you know, you never know what's going to go viral on Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to go on, what's going to happen, how it's going to evolve. So start your little thing with just you and your group of friends. And if more people like what you're doing, it'll no, eventually get there. Yeah. But again, we can all do it together. We can all be in the corner and or in the <laughs> section behind the, the goal and work together to do something. And and I'll also say this. You don't have to go to St. Louis City SC and be a Lugan. No. If you're, if you're a diehard Maritza fan yeah. and wave and have your little green scarf, you're a Lugan. You know, no, d- does that make sense? Exactly, yeah. You know, Peter Cran, God bless him, was and is a massive ambush fan. Yeah. But he... Is a Luligan, and yeah. he, he, you know, it takes a, it takes a lot of town halls for someone to come out on their own to a game, and they don't know anyone, and it's 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 hard. It was it's hard for him, and it's hard for new people. But he did it. If, if Peter Crane can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah, and at the same time, you just don't you don't know where it's going to go. You don't know what's going to strike a chord with people. So just come out and do your thing, and maybe you'll find like minded people. But even if you don't, you can be under the umbrella of the supporter section and we can all get along. And it, te- it takes a while. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It takes a while. If you're brand new and you introduce yourself to me, it'll take a while for me to, to, to recognize you and talk to you. And, and, but you know what? It, it took a while for me to, to know Andrew Vernon. But yeah. now, now I know him. It took me a while to know uh, Joe Nauman. But I know him now. Uh, it just takes a while. But that's just like any friendship. It just takes a while. Well, and I mean... You keep show, showing your face, and I'll know who the hell name. are you. Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, we had the the Winter Classic last weekend. And we all had fun, and Jacob posted something about. I loved when Mitch did this, and it was like, well, actually, that was Brad. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I get it. There's yeah, a, there's a lot of people to get to know. Just come out and have fun. If you're having fun, you can call me whatever you want. I don't really. Don't and care. the thing is, dude, at the end of the day, if if you're having fun, people see you having fun and want to keep you having want to. Yeah, there's a mutual admiration society of fun. Yep. Anytime you're, you know, you go to a comedy show and people are laughing, it makes you want to laugh more. Yep. You know, like it's just happiness is contagious. So, and and then Coach Smitty's other point of that is like, are you worried there's not more talk about the supporters groups? No, it'll I'm not, come. I'm not worried. It, yeah, it will come, um, but it'll come when it comes. Yeah, it, you know, do the work, and, and honestly, there's a place for I'm it. not worried about it because I don't have to do that work. Nope. I've already done the work. It's I've done work for twelve years, and I'm good. 
<laughs> I'm all right. I'm good. But I mean, there's st- we still work hard. I mean, we d- we put in a lot. Of, I didn't put so much in the charity game. Sarah and Mitch and the Carvers, they put in a lot of work. Carvers are the unsung heroes. Yeah, yeah. They just get shit done for us. So there's still people putting in a lot of work, and people might think it's easy because we have 11,000 Twitter followers. Well, the work still has to get done. I sat here three nights bagging T-shirts and printing labels. So it doesn't get any easier, but you have to enjoy what you're doing or or it won't happen. So if you're interested, just have fun and keep doing it. I think that's just... Can confirm. That's a life lesson. And and, and get a property from Garcia Properties. That's right. They make... And once you get there, if you have electrical work to do, call my buddy at Mark Gardner at Your Electric. <laughs> and and look for the new Garcia Properties t-shirt because it's hot. Yes. And the satchels. Of course. That's all I got. Um, it's been a great 11 years. Long may it continue um, without me. The king is dead. <laughs> long Bird, you got anything? No, I'm just waiting on the football games. All right. I might have to get out the doctor sample and just make a Brad so I can have Brad conversations with it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just... Brad says this, Brad says that. And then I'll be like, I don't have to come back anymore. You've got me all on Dr. Sample. No, I'm not doing it then. I'll just get Sarah. I'll just record Mm. me saying all the magic eight ball things. Yeah. (laughs) You can plug me in. All right. I need a smoke. Let's turn this off. See ya. You've never let me down. You've turned my life around. The sweet. Days I found, I found with you through the years. I've never been afraid. I've loved the life we've made, and I'm so glad I stayed right here with you.